All Around the West, Episode 27, The Oregon Coast. Scott from AllAroundTheWest.com. Our last podcast episode was about our trip to Ashland, Oregon, and now we're going to head up the coast of Oregon and do some adventures there. And we went to the coast a couple years ago, decided to head back because we loved it so much, and there's some fabulous things to see and do. So I hope you'll enjoy hearing about our trip up the Oregon coast. While we were in Ashland, we took a trip over the coast because we wanted to take our son there and we wanted to revisit some things we had seen before and do something extra. And the highlight of that trip was a whale watching, or that part of our trip was a whale watching trip up in Depot Bay. But we left Ashland and headed over to Bandon. And we went to Bandon for one reason, one reason only. <laughs> the Bandon Fish Market. Woo! Love that place. We went there two years ago. Somebody recommended it to us, so we went back to it, and it was great, too. The fish and chips were delicious, and the chowder was good, and yeah, really, mm, So yummy. We also, Definitely go there if you oh, yeah. go to Bandon. So good. It's right there on the, on the boardwalk. On the water, the yeah. Harbor. We also went to Face Rock Creamery again because their yep. ice cream is super good. Don't miss that. Yep. Yep. And I did. They will. Uh, they do cheese there uh, at the creamery, and uh, I read they ship. And I've actually seen it in our stores here a couple times, so it gets shipped around. And right close to, right next to Bandon is also Coquille Point. And we were there before. We saw some harbor seals, and we went and checked that out again. No seals this time. Uh, it was pretty windy. It was, I remember that. Yeah, it was very, very strong winds that day. It was kind of our trip there along the coast was yeah, kind of like that. Right. It was a little. It, it wasn't really drizzly, but the wind was blowing really hard. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't really see um, animals. But that's still a fun place. That's where we got our piece of driftwood last time. You remember it that? Is. Yes, it is. Our legal piece of driftwood. <laughs> and it's it's a. a it's a lovely little uh, sheltered cove kind of area. It's really a pretty spot. So it's definitely worth walking down and walking along the beach. But it was pretty cold and rainy, or windy that so, day. So, yeah, that's where we started. We we drove up a ways head up, and cut over the coast. It's about three hours to get there from Ashland. And then we headed up. Our destination was Newport. That's where we were going to stay so along the way let's see what else would we go to we, we stopped to at umpqua river lighthouse, lighthouse. but uh they weren't doing tours it was yeah. too early in the season so um another thing to kind of check out as you are planning your trip the a lot of those lighthouses along the coast are only open kind of like memorial day to labor day and um or and sometimes i mean they just have in the first place, they have quirky days of the week and times that they're open, even in the summer. And then, second of all, check to see when during the year they open up because they're just all different and have really different hours. So we weren't able to go up in there. That's the one that has the really the coolest um, lens 
Uh, Is that area. the one you could go up and see it inside? Uh -huh. oh. Yeah. Um, so we didn't get to see that, but we saw the outside of the lighthouse, and then we um, looked for whales, but we didn't see any whales there. So not only uh, because it was early in the year where the, where the lighthouse is closed, but later in our trip, just a point of information, there were some other historic things, national, I'm sorry, state parks, even, I don't remember national mountains so much, but state parks that we were going to go to. Uh, or historic sites, and they were not open either. So earlier in the year, they don't seem to be open as much as later. Mm -hmm. Makes sense, I suppose, but something to check out. We like to travel not so much right in the, you know, in heat July. of the summer when it's super hot and when all the crowds are there. Yeah. But one of the drawbacks to that is that sometimes you can't see everything you want to see. So you have to kind of weigh that. I don't think, so we went to three lighthouses and none of them were open. The next one we went to on the way up to Newport was, and how do you say it, Hesita? Hesita. Hesita Head, which I think is a fabulous looking lighthouse. It sits right out on a little, on a point high up above the water. Can be seen from a number of places. And the wind was crazy blowing there. <laughs> oh my word, I thought I was gonna blow away my umbrella like one of the bad nannies in Mary Poppins. It was just insane. Yeah. Um, the, my umbrella was blowing inside out and it was crazy blowing. And that's but, one of the places where you can actually stay in the lighthouse keeper's uh, home. Yes, it's operated by the National Park Service. I don't remember if it wasn't open or if it was already booked. I don't remember. We looked booked. at it. It was booked. Yeah. yeah. So another time. There's only two. Yeah, a couple. A couple places. But so. it is, it's a, um, a little hike up to the base of the lighthouse. And it's just a, it's not strenuous. It's just a nice little hike up there. But it's amazing. You hike just on this little paved trail up there through the forest and as soon as you break out of the forest onto the little headland where the lighthouse is just all of a sudden you're exposed that's when we were just slammed by the wind and it's hard to get many good pictures because the wind was blowing so much of the it was drizzly too and it was even down i think there was some it was basically just some mist that kept getting on all the lenses, so... Oh well, we have some good pictures from our previous trip. But. Yeah, but it's fun to go right up and be right there, yeah. and then to look out. There's always amazing views to look out from there. <clears throat> yeah, and then, let's see. I don't think we went to anything else until we got to Newport, did we? I don't think so. Yeah. So Newport's where we stayed, and... Newport is just a short distance from Depot Bay, so that was kind of our our uh, our home ba home bay our base. Uh, we were supposed to have a whale watching tour scheduled for the next day at around eleven ish, eleven thirty ish. We got up early and headed up that direction and went to uh, the Aquina Head Lighthouse. It was. And Cobble Beads. And Cobble Beads. And that's the one that's, uh, it's on a, a point also, like a lot of lighthouses are. And when we were there before, just over the, on the other side of the lighthouse was a, some rocks that had thousands of common mirrors. 
birds look like penguin kind of things, black and white. They were not, all gone, not there this time. So they come later in the year apparently, like everybody else. <laughs> uh, send the moon down to Cobble Beach, which is where they have these smooth rocks, black rocks, make the most incredible sounds you walk on them. And tide pools. There. Tide pools, yep. High tide was in, was, it was high tide, so we didn't get to see many tide pools. But we also were hoping to see some seals, harbor seals, which we did. There we was did. seals there. Saw them before, and we saw them this time, and got some great pictures in that area. Yeah, a lot of harbor seals there out just uh, past the tide pools. There's some large rocks, and they lay out there and uh, sun themselves. And, yeah, there's quite, quite a lot of them. We saw a lot of little calves and pups, whatever, seal, seal pups. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. That's so, a really, that's a fun place. Called it is. So that, I mean, go to that lighthouse, particularly if it's in the June, July time frame, see the birds on the other side, and go down to the beach and try and get there at low tide so you can do the tide pool thing. And even though it was high tide and we couldn't uh, reach in and touch anything and couldn't see uh, way down in, there was still enough water uh, and because the water was in, we could in the clear, we could still see through, right. and we saw a lot of anemones, anemones and, and sea urchins and stuff. Yeah. Even with it being high tide, you can see more when it's low tide, but even at high tide, we could see things. Yeah. Uh, wind was up, and it was pretty sounded drizzly a little bit here and there, and so when we got up to the whale watching tour place in Depot Bay, they decided it was too rough to go out. So we did not get to go out that day. We were heading back the next day. So we luckily were able to rebook for an 8 a.m. tour the next morning. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But while we were there, we were able to go through the museum. Do you remember the museum? Yes. <laughs> So they have some cool things in there, but I'll just be honest, I wouldn't pay to go in to see the museum. <laughs> if you're just coming by, I wouldn't go in to see it. Um, some of it's, I don't know, it's, they have some cool things. So if you're going on the tour, the whale watching tour, go in and see it. And there's some, there's some interesting things to see. Well, so, huh? The museum is included if you're going the on the tour. So yeah. then walk around, right. but yeah. And they were kind, uh, they offered to take us on a little boat ride around the harbor, which is the smallest harbor in the world, so you can imagine it wasn't very long, but we got to go in their boat with another family that was there and uh, go around the harbor briefly, 10, 15 minutes. Get a close-up view at some harbor seals that hang out there. Yep. She, yeah, she just did that for us because she canceled our excursion. Yeah, yeah, which was nice. Uh, so with some time available to us and us not being able to take the time on the way up, we decided to head back down south and visit the sea lion caves, which are south of Hasita Head Lighthouse near Yahats. And there you take some elevators down to a sea lion cave where hundreds of sea lions rest. Yeah, it's quite an interesting place. It's the largest sea lion put out and rookery in the world. Uh, it's a huge under or sea cave 
and that elevator takes you down so that you are in an area it's got some exhibits and then there's kind of just some iron bars that are over an opening you can look out uh, right into the rookery there where the sea lions are and one of the amazing things is first of all how high up on the side of the cave they climb in order to be able to to rest I mean, some of those sea lions were up so high I was just amazed at how they were rock climbing up to get to those ledges that was kind of amazing it's also very loud and smelly and smelly <laughs> when we since we walked in you you could smell the you knew you were there <laughs> yeah the sea the fishy smell um one funny thing is they provide masks that are there for free so you can put a mask on you know like a paper um mask uh, for the smell like when so, you go to the doctor's office yeah. and you're coughing right so if that yeah so if yeah. that bothers you you can put a mask on but um, it's super super loud because they're in the cave barking all these thousands of sea lions so it's echoing echoing and then you're right inside the neighboring cave and so it's really echoey and loud so if you have small kids you need to prepare them it's gonna be loud and it's gonna be smelly yeah but it was pretty cool I know that when we were on our trip in a couple years ago, we went by that. I had heard about it before. We were, we were late in the day going, so we didn't get to see it then. So that was fun. We got to see it this time. And Brian really wanted to see it. So yeah, it's quite interesting. I and mean, there's uh, it's dark inside the when you get out the elevator, the kind of area with the displays. It's dark so that it's uh, not bright for the sea lions. And there's just some interesting displays, kind of talking about sea lions and. And so it's 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 fun to see so many in one place, and because it's the you're in an opening that's open, it just has iron bars. There's sea lions just kind of right there underneath. Yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. So it was yeah, it was fascinating. One thing that was cool is you can walk to the other end of the cave where the original opening was, and they have a um, an opening there. And it looks right out toward the Hasita Head Lighthouse. Great view of it. Yeah, really cool view. Yeah, that was pretty neat. So it's also way high when where the uh, they have a uh, a uh, gift shop there, and it's way high above the water because if I remember right, you're going down a couple hundred feet to get to the caves mm -hmm. and the elevator. Yeah. And so it's a great viewpoint for watching for whales. So we stayed there for a while, watching for whales, hoping to see them, because we heard that they had seen some earlier that day. And so we stood there for a while, sat watching for them, and no luck, <laughs> didn't see any. I don't know if we knew what we were looking for, because we found out later that on their northern migration, where they head up north, they tend to be close to the, to the shore. And I think we were looking way farther out than we should have been looking. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're still, I think we would have seen them if they were closer. Mm -hmm. But turned out they're, they're a lot closer than you think. And we found that out the next day when we went on our whale watching tour. But a mile out, they were within a mile of the shore. And a mile out isn't very far. Right. Really. And they do that for safety reasons. And they, uh, yeah, it's easier for them to be closer to the shore where it's shallower. Uh, so anyway, that was pretty cool. So back to Newport, but 
So after we left there, the sea lion caves. Oh yeah, that's right. We're always big on pulling off and stopping at whatever quirky brown signs we see. So um, there was one for a place called Devil's Churn. So we just pulled out and got out. There's a little hot trail to hike to get down there. We climbed all around the rocks and it's basically just a little narrow inlet, but because it's narrow and uh, rocky and low, so deep, um, the waves, the tide, you know, the waves coming in, just crash in there and crash back out. And there was actually, while we were there, a big, a very large log that was, had kind of become trapped in there. And that's kind of the point, right? Devil's churn, things just churn up in there. And it was just churning up in there and getting crashed against the sides and not really going in or out, just kind of being stuck in this little whirlpool, you know, vortex kind of a thing of the waves chunking it back and forth. So it was just kind of interesting, fun to climb around on the rocks and see that. And I, I think I saw later there was a number of other areas right around that that we could have and maybe should have gone to, but it's getting late in the day, we were tired, so didn't go to those. But if you've got time, explore around there. I think that's in the Cape Perpetua area, and there's a number of other things like mm-hmm. that. Around Thor's uh, Well, I think it's called, mm-hmm. some other things. So that would, that would have been cool to see. Yeah, but, there's a lot of trails there at yeah, Cape Perpetua. Yeah. A whole bunch. All around. Okay, yeah, forgot about that, so I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm Scott. I'm Sue. And this is the podcast for AllAroundTheWest.com. Where's your next adventure? Well, that was our trip up the Oregon coast. Uh, As you heard, we are getting ready to go on a whale-watching tour in Depot Bay, and... I hope you'll listen to that next episode, which talks about that trip. It was fabulous. We had the, the great time of seeing some gray whales, and I hope you'll enjoy listening to that. If you're on Facebook, I hope you'll follow us, uh, friend us at facebook.com slash allaroundthewest. I hope you'll follow us on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash west. And if you're on Instagram, we're there too, instagram.com allaroundthewest. And we've also got some videos at YouTube. So we'd love to hear from you and hear about your adventures all around the West.